Lovely March 6, 2018, uh, this Tuesday. Gonna be alive, live, um, right from downtown New York City here. So, uh, getting her done. Taz show action. First out of box, I want to say I apologize to Mike Johnson. We cannot do a PW Insider report today. Yeah, we have a uh, little technical glitch on Skype City Jones. So, working on that. And that's the deal on that. All right. Thank you. Good night, everyone. See ya. Uh, no. Um, so uh, anyway, welcome to the show. And if you're listening uh, to the podcast version, I love you. And I want to tell you, uh, you're listening on either iTunes, so thanks for that, or Spotify, or TuneIn. Thank you. Thank you. Maybe on the radio.com apps or on the uh, TazShow.com, uh, whatever it's called these days. I don't even know. Uh, and that's the dealio on that. Uh, I have uh, Seth here. He's the producer of the Taz Show. Uh, good uh, moment, Seth. Good moment to you, sir. Yes. In, uh, in in Mike Johnson memory, we say good moment. We hack it from the Mike Johnson. Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit of Raw. I didn't see the whole show. I saw um, Big Stuff, City Stuff. Uh, the first segment I want to talk about in a few minutes here with uh, Ronda Rousey and Kurt Angle and Triple H and the Stephanie McMahon. So <laughs> I'll get into that in a second here. Um a little bit of a, uh, I'm trying to think, um, some chatter, a little behind, a little inside baseball, Seth, for some behind the uh, the behind the curtain of the Taz show. So, some moving parts. The podcast version, and again, this doesn't, well, I shouldn't say again, I never told you this. This doesn't really affect you guys uh, much. You're going to listen to the show any way you want. There's a chance it could be moving, the podcast could be moving to a different location. Is that fair to say, Seth? The podcast, not the studio, right? You're going to stay here? Well, I don't know if I make those calls. I don't. <laughs> Look, they got all the stuff behind you, the Taz show, the set. They got everything right. here. Like, yo, we just gonna... put the studio up. You, mean? you can't just move the studio. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I don't think that would move. I think it would be done right here. Where I am right now, uh, to be honest. Yes. Um, the thing is, the uh, the so where people, whoever the podcast carrier is, that doesn't matter. It'll right? stay. People who who subscribe to the Taz Show, they won't miss a beat. They won't miss nothing. They don't have to do any switches, no changes, no you know shortcuts. So I don't have to tell them nothing. Not really. You could. Well, you, I think you would like more of like a reveal. You know, you don't I love. Wanna... I love keeping them in the dark. Though. It's yeah. not the dark. There's no dark. Nah, There's a show. It's all dark. I love the control. Oh, boy. Who am I kidding? I love the control. I'm a power monger. You know that. Um, Running on gas. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well done. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. The show could end up on a new podcast network. I can't say the actual name yet. It sounds like... <laughs> am I allowed to do this? No. I'm, no. Re- I'm really not allowed? No. What do I care? Well, I, I, I can know. Well, I can no, skin I, I, the game. Saying, I don't, what, do I whatever do you somewhere? want. What are they going to do? Are they going to fire you? It might. They're not firing me. <laughs> They're not firing me. It rhymes with. 
Eastwood one. So, <laughs> oh, podcast one, cool. I got they got the Stone Cold. No, and no, those no, people no, 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 yeah. no. I'm not going to. Podcast they're great. One. What are you talking about? I, they, they rest. They're, they're millions they're, of shows. They're awesome. They're great. I'm not going there. No, um, no. Uh, huge numbers too. They'll tell you themselves. The, the, look, uh, if anybody who understands the optics of syndication radio and of other things, you could figure out and do the math. This for synergy. I'm giving you a lot of puzzling words, but for those that are sharp, can figure it out. Um, you know, so that that part's not going to affect anyone. No, it's not. You're right, but that could happen. So I wanted people to know that people know like Chris Jericho, like his is in a certain location. Um, <laughs> Why do you just tell me the name no. of the network? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm just saying, there's a chance it could end up there. There's a chance it could end up in a lot of different spots. I'm being honest. There's a chance that it could end up in a lot of spots. That's all. That's not true. It's just... <laughs> no. <laughs> there's one spot. Why would you... There's not, what? The people don't want me? All the podcast networks don't want me. That's, that's not, what you're saying. That's not the case. Oh, okay. There's just, actually a little power struggle behind the scenes I've, for your show. Uh, well, a little tug of war. I just I don't want to... It's like this. You take him. No, you take him. <laughs> you take him. I don't want him. He's a, he's a pain in the ass. So it's not really a tug of war. It's more like, no, I don't want him. You have him. It's the opposite of tug of war. It's I a push you. of war. No, yeah. no. There's a little love. There's definitely love. They all want me. I'm the sexiest girl on the, on the street corner. What the hell? Yeah, so... Uh, Ego Jones over here. <laughs> Jesus. Hooker City Hooker. So... Uh, you can say it's that. a double entendre. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, anyway, so we'll see what happens. But uh, I'm kind of... Uh-oh. I like the, you know, I like the people in the line the scenes stuff, you know. I want to hear wrestling stuff. Well, you can kiss my ass. How about Just that? stick to wrestling. You can kiss my ass. And for everybody on Facebook Live, hello, share the show, or you can kiss my ass. How about that? <laughs> so, yeah. We're on Facebook.com slash the Taz Show live right now. So, uh, <sighs> uh, la, 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 la. I, I wanted to give more, like, detail on this, but I'm not allowed. You're, like, give me evil eyes and I don't know. Am I gonna get in trouble? Uh, what do you? I don't even know what you're doing right now. I don't know. Like, you think I know? I don't. I, yeah, no, you've been here since four, so <laughs> you're like I, I don't know. You're on your sixth wind right now. I'm I'm getting ready for this massive snowstorm that's about to hit the Northeast. Oh, what are you gonna do about that? Listen, that's interesting. Don't, don't, no, it's not interesting. It's none of your uh, business. Oh, that's the first thing. Whoa. So mind your business. All right, don't worry about it. Put I, a plow I'll, on your on your truck. Listen, I'll give you uh, four letters. I S D N. Got it. Next. Ooh. Yes. Okay. Anyway, oh, yeah. Fancy. Well, that's how radio guys roll, brother. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Taz and the Moose will roll on. So um, I saw the. Uh, I saw. Uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just reading something else. I got a little side uh, uh, Tubby Smith. Uh, we talked about Tubby Smith. Uh, me and uh, the Moose. Right. I'm familiar. Uh, so anyway. Uh, the segment one on the uh, Raw, I thought was uh, uh, well done. They did a good job. 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 I thought it was good. I mean, was it perfect? No. It's a big audience. Big pop. Okay. It was a, um, I thought it was done well with Ronda and Kurt, uh, Stephanie and Triple H. It showed Kurt had a pair of balls. He got pissed off. 
he he came out, and then and then once Steph came out, she did the whole "you're lucky to have a job" thing. Don't be stupid. That whole big boss thing, which is a little bit of a transparent bit. Uh, and then you know once uh, Ronda came out, and then Triple H, and then Kurt was still pissed and wanted a piece of Kurt. Um, so they're doing the right thing by building up Kurt's credibility and toughness and his physicality and what this Olympic gold medalist can do. Um, because you want to build up Kurt the right way, so because the most of the heavy lifting will be done by Kurt and Triple H at WrestleMania in this match that they're going to have in this mixed match, mixed tag team match. So I have no problem the way they did that. Um, I do want to talk a little bit about Ronda Rousey and kind of where I see they're going with her character right now. So it's it's not horrible. They're finally showing her, you know. She's not playing games here. It's almost like they listen to the Taz show. I wonder, if, <laughs> you know, I wonder, um, because a lot of the things that I griped and bitched about, they kind of changed. Agree? Disagree? Anybody in this room agree? Yeah, I can see that. I was but, thinking about you when I watched this. When I watched this uh, segment. Oh, that's great. No one cares. Uh, why? What were you thinking? Because uh, I, I enjoyed it too. I enjoyed like it made, you know the feeling of it. But when it came down to the action, I remember what you said. You got a couple fifty-year-old guys. Yeah. You got a, a Stephanie who's limited in the ring. And a girl who is uh, green, as you guys like to say. Um, but you have to say it also. Is green? Is it green? Not? I can't. I can't say anything. Is green? Actually, really? green is I a think, sports term. I think the audience that? would love if you absolutely said absolutely nothing. Yes. So, uh, you, but, but you, continue. You ask me a question. Continue. Okay. So I just thought the action of it was a little like. It was a little clunky to me, like even with Kurt and Triple H, you know. It was. Yeah. It was. You're right. It was a little clunky. Um, I don't know if it's just an age thing, and when you get a little bit older, I mean, I'm the same age as those guys, but I'm not in the ring, uh, so I can't move in the ring like I used to. Your uh, your hand speed, your quickness, your instincts are different as you get older. So I also think the main thing with these guys, even though they're both in really good shape, is they're not in, you know, uh, regular. Uh, the ring rotation of just working all the time. You know, it's like you get yeah, that ring rusting's not a lie when you're that age and you're not working that often. So I do think by the time that comes, as both those guys are just so good in the ring uh, and have such a great uh, legacy, both Kurt and Hunter, that when it comes time for WrestleMania, they'll they'll be a well-oiled machine as a cohesive unit as opponents. I do think they will, meaning Kurt and Triple H. Um, but I agree with you that it was a little clunky uh, with the physicality, with the ankle lock and all that stuff. Uh, how they went into it. you got to understand, so it's, uh, too, in defense to both guys, they're in street clothes. That makes a difference. That's something that people don't realize. They're both in suits, you know, slacks, uh, trousers, as the kids call it today, and belts and, and stuff like that, and britches, as they say in the South. So, uh, yeah, you know, um, uh, so that, that changes things when you're wearing britches. So, um Back to Rhonda. What I wanted to say was when she had come, when she came out, uh, she's doing big smile Jones, big, big baby face, happy, you know, uh, high-fiving everybody. Stephanie hit her with a little zinger in the ring. I think you missed that one person over there. I got the joke. I thought it was kind of cute. I even know I could do without the Stephanie sarcastic wit when it comes to Rhonda uh, because she should be scared of Rhonda at all times. Um but Ronda Rousey's coming out like a, you know, just she's happy. This is direction, I guarantee you, right from Vince McMahon to Ronda Rousey. He wants her to be a big baby face. He wants her to be human. That's why she's smiling as much as she is and she's overdoing it. I'm not knocking her, but she's overdoing it because she's told to overdo it. 
because they're trying to break that cement persona that she had and was in the MMA world, which I have no problem with that as long as they keep her real, legitimate, don't prostitute her toughness and her credibility. Last night they did not do that. They did the right thing. But when I flipped out here a couple of weeks ago, they they handled her like garbage. This time they didn't. So I thought it was much better. Also, was an announcement somewhere online that sort of she's going to be on every Raw to WrestleMania. Did I read that wrong? Every Raw until did you see something like that? I'll take a look. Yeah, way to do your homework. Uh, but anyway, uh, I'll just do twenty five shows and do a little heavy lifting. I'm good. So uh, you just you do that instead of worrying about being a radio star here, okay, Seth? And then you'll find the information I just said is correct. Good to see you today. Yep, kiss my ass. How's that sound? Okay, kiss it, and then I'll kick yours. <laughs> I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> so yes, so. I think that the, um, oh, look at Josh Simcock. Tess, I finally get to watch and not have my boss yell at me. That's awesome, Josh. Way to go, buddy. One more word and I'm hanging up on you. Sorry. Um, so <laughs> that, was, that was a little crazy. Lean meme right now. I was like, okay, I got the other point on that. Let me get the time code. I just, Taz made a crazy face. I got the mic in the air. Everything. All right. So. Um, You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, Rhonda, they are making her. Which is good. They want to kill, like I said, that cement, that hard-ass persona she had um, in MMA. Now, someone said, well, wait a minute. That's not good. She's tough. You, you, Taz, don't contradict yourself. I'm not contradicting myself. Um, like I said, as long as they keep her credible, tough, and, and mean when need be, it's good. They are making her approachable, which is how you make money with her. So... <sighs> Let me get even deeper into this. This could be this whole episode of the Taz Show because it's very there's layers here. <laughs> so here's the thing. You have to make her human and make her approachable, meaning Rhonda. Because if and when, which will happen eventually, someone has to get heat on her, a woman has to get heat on her, um, and she has to sell, you have to feel bad for her. Right now, you're not going to feel bad for her, okay, because she's a killing machine. Uh, they're building her now as a human and making her smile. She's got a pretty smile. She's a pretty girl. Um, she, looks, she, she looks like a girl you'd hang out with and get a lot of laughs with her. Like She looks like a funny girl. So when she smiles, she doesn't look like a killer, which is okay because then she snaps into like a serious face, which is fine. Double personality, split Jones. I'm fine with that. But the problem of not being human, and then it's tough to get people to feel feel for her when she's selling, is a real problem. And I am telling you from experience because it happened to me. The bulk of my run in ECW, you know, and even at the WWE, I was not human. I was a killer and a hard ass and a, uh, you know, a pissed off son of a bitch and all this stuff. And when it was time for me to sell or do anything near selling, which I was never good at, no one ever felt bad for me. No one ever got behind me. Uh, and it's not the audience's fault. It's my fault. Um, you know, it's just I wasn't, it was the way I was built too, but I just wasn't, um, I was so locked into the character of being a killer that I never, uh, you know, all my focus was on that. I was one-dimensional in regards to that. But that's how Heyman wanted to build me, and it, and it worked. Um, John Dean says was. Uh, I get the joke. Will you stop? I get the joke. Why is this? So, um... 
the one-dimensional gimmick is hard in this day and age. You got to be able to have that other persona where you could sell and get get people behind you, um, and still be a killer. And I think that's where WWE. I will tip my cap. They're doing the right thing with her. Would I rather see her come out and just want to kill everyone and constantly be pissed off? Of course I would, because that's what I did. I mean, I, so I thought that was great. I mean, that's what my character was built on. So to me, that works. Um, you know what I mean? Like, um, I, I don't know. I think that, um, I don't know. I, I, I think they're doing the right thing with her with that. Um, but they got to be careful of not letting her ever lose her hard-ass edge. Now, they did the right thing when Stephanie, I can't remember exactly what happened, but when, when uh, before all the physical stuff happened, Stephanie and Ronda were there, and Stephanie's hand got grabbed by Ronda, her wrist, or something like that, and Triple H panicked. He's like, whoa, whoa, let go, let go, let go, let go of her, you know, like trying to like, calm her down. See, that's good. That gets her over. Um, but you can't do that all the time. It's got to get to a point eventually where, uh, you know, Ron is like, no, F you. I'm not letting go of her, and I'm going to kick the piss out of her. You know, like that's how it's got to be, you know. She's got to, you know, when, when she snaps, there's no going back. You know what I mean? That's what you got to do with Ronda Rousey. Again, I like that they're making a human. I do. Um, to that point, though, it was great when she grabbed her afterwards and pulled her up by her hair. That's right. Very pretty, good. Yeah. Andrew really Sylvia. That. Yes, you read that correct. Ronda will be on every Raw to Rania. Mania. Thank you. Thank you. Amazing how I multitask and do it at the award-winning level. I mean, uh, that's why you're, you're running the game. This is why you make money, and this is why you're a top son of a bitch, Taz. I'm running the game. These are the reasons. These are the reasons. See. Can I ask you a question about Ronda uh, after listening to you talk about here her? Here we go. Q&A Jones. And go. Um, it seems like they, maybe they want her to be their female version of John Cena. You know, maybe they want to build her to that. You know, being that face for the kids and everything else. And I yeah. hope not. Well, th- he was the face of the company for such a long time. I am so tired of seeing the guy in Raw and SmackDown. Oh yeah, it was that was horrible. I agree. I mean, it was nice to see Goldie out there, but God, dog it, enough, John. Like, come on. Well, it seems like they were pushing. Like it was blatantly obvious they were pushing the SmackDown. I mean, what are you doing? Pay per view. Gaining by beating Goldust in a match and having these two guys work. Whatever. That's a whole nother topic. But uh, you're saying that the big baby face like Cena was at the, the face kids. of the company. Yeah. Yeah. I think that they'll want Ronda to be a role model for young girls, which would be great. Um, uh, I, I think a lot different than a John Cena because. You got to have that angst that this guy or girl has the juice and the credibility to snap and rip somebody's limb off and beat the piss out of them with it. Ronda Rousey has that rep and that that stigma and that persona. Cena does not. But can't she be both? Can't she be like the she killer can, in the ring and the, and the smiley, happy face? Yeah, and, she can. But you're, you mentioned John Cena. I'm telling you why that wouldn't work. No, it's the same character. I just mean like the same role model. You know, like the, the one it's for the a baby kids, face. For girls. Yeah. What are you? What are you doing? You, you, what are you? That's a stretch. Come on, you're better than that. I mean, really. I don't. I don't think it's a stretch. I thought you say no. I don't think I'm better than that. That would have been funny if you just said that. <laughs> no, I am. I'm the best. But it, it is a stretch. It is a stretch. How's it a stretch? You mentioned freaking John Cena, and John Cena has nothing the character to do with Ronda. How about what he represents? He's a baby face. 
Right, but he's also the face of the company for all the kids like, to look up to. So now they have a girl version of that, oh. is what I'm saying. So I'm not saying she has to be like him. What was Charlotte? Little, Charlotte wasn't that? Not to, I don't think she's quite to this level. Maybe, no. maybe Oscar, Oscar's not that? No. No? Oscar, like her, you know. Okay, so Bailey wasn't that? Not to this level. They oh. don't have the same credibility oh. this woman has. Oh, she's getting pushed better. I know that. And, and she comes push. in with that. You know? John Cena had no credibility, dude. He just, he, I was there and I was commentating his stuff. I choked him out. Please, get a break. Go watch YouTube. <laughs> uh, okay. Seth. Yeah. I disrespectfully say you're wrong. How about that? I, dis- okay. I, yeah. I respectfully no. disagree with you. Well, you are wrong, my friend. You are know. wrong. Your, your analogy is wrong. It's a mock comment by you. So. Well, I am a mark. We know this. Christian the Sony Wolf, uh, Tikla Islarada, said Bailey is definitely that. Why do people make up these fake names on Facebook so I have to read these long-ass names? Why do they do that? What did they say? Ask Tickler Jones? What was his name? Tony Roaming. Seth, not Romo, Romain, Seth should get bleeped every time he uses inside terms. No, Seth should have his microphone just explode right in his mouth every time he talks. Now, that would be money. That would be great. Um, Look at this one. This is a good one. You'll love this. Mm. Uh, Joe Rasapaw, looks like you're jealous of Cena. When he did one of these emojis like this. (laughs) <laughs> That's a guy who's like new to the show or like new to what I do out he's here. He's a troll. It's called a troll. No, I don't think he's a troll. I just think he's new to what he's new in. What are we at? Five hundred thirty-five episodes, thirty-six episodes. You know, I don't think he understands that I, I, uh, I am jealous of not one person that works for World Wrestling Entertainment. I promise you, Joe, not one. So I am happier than a pig in a gigantic pile of steaming red hot shit okay that's what i do okay that's how i am uh so your comments were wrong on ronda rousey mine were right and so that's the thing i deal with that with moose where moose thinks he's right and stuff i'm taz and the moose now i gotta deal with that with the goose no, Taz, here's the deal. I'll tell you where you're wrong. Uh, you know, just, yeah. That's... If you can't play it, squawk it. Here we go. <laughs> Let's do this. You want to tell you? I'll tell you why you're wrong, Taz. Because Rhonda is. She is that baby face. I'm going to say the words. <laughs> you can't beat me. You can't stop me because I'm running the show. <laughs> yes, happy Thursday, everybody. Oh, it's a Tuesday. Now you got me doing, Taz. Got a just... storm coming out. <laughs> Look out, guys. Make sure you plan ahead. Get the plows ready. Get the shovels. <laughs> we got a storm coming. Radio host Jones. There he is. All right. I'm tired. Uh, yeah. This guy does that for three hours straight, bro. He's a machine. You're not kidding. <laughs> so uh, you are not kidding. Um, anyway, Rhonda is, uh, uh, they're using her the right way slowly. Get her human, get her smiling and laughing, having fun, but keep her tough, nasty, snappage the whole nine yards. And that's great. Um, and that works fine. And that's what they should be doing. No matter if you agree with Seth and you feel like, you know, She's like the John Cena version or not. It doesn't matter. The bottom line is keep her real, keep her nasty, keep her tough. No one should ever prostitute her toughness or her credibility and her violent mean streak when she snaps. Um, Oscar wrestled Nia Jax. And, and I, you know, I, we've seen them work before. And I got to tell you, I, I, I like the chemistry with these two. Um, I really do. Um, I, I, I just love... Um, how Oscar's showing her other side and how she's not one-dimensional. 
and how you could feel sympathy for her. And they went into this on ball with Nia Jax, Nia Jax, well done. I could do without Nia tapping. Um, I, um, I I like the physical story of her hanging on to the on ball, but yet the other side of me where if I play both sides of the fence, I I believe in, you know what, if you get, you know, in the shoot world, you get caught in a hole, tap out quick. And then let her get a heat on her or something like that. But they didn't want to do that. I see what they did. They wanted to tell the story with the on bar. It was a good physical story. Um, and it was cool. Um, uh, they work well together. Naya and uh, and Oscar work well together. I enjoyed that uh, for sure. Um, oh, you know what, though? I do have to go to break, though, I'm being told in my ear. Uh, and uh, before I go to break, you know, I, well. I got to talk about my friends, uh, who I love very much, and you guys know this, and let you know that my friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans, they support the Taz Show immensely. And chances are that you're confident when it comes to your work, your hobbies, your life. Well, Rocket Mortgage gives you that same level of confidence you need when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan. So, see, with Rocket Mortgage, you can apply simply and understand fully so you can mortgage confidently. So to get started, please go to rocketmortgage.com slash T-A-Z. That's rocketmortgage.com slash Taz. Equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. That's my good friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. So uh, Taz Show will continue on the other side of the break. Feels like, uh, remember that show, Saint Elsewhere? Remember that show? Yeah. The beginning of that tune right there sounded like that. Those people are getting gifts and gifts ready. Saint Elsewhere. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. You'd be great on that show. I'm not sure I want to go on. You're the next celebrity big brother. Nah, I want to go on, uh, Bonanza. I want to burp, drink beers, crush beers. Bonanza. Yeah, old 1979. I want to go on Bonanza. I want to be called Big Hoss City Jones. I want that to be my friggin' name. I want to just burp, pack a lip. You know what that means? Yeah, I do. And uh, <laughs> and I want I want to uh, drink drink energy drinks. While I'm on Bonanza, and I wanna, I wanna, I guess I wanna be Big Hoss Son of a Bitch Jones. That'll be my name. <laughs> and I wanna, uh, I just wanna go on Bonanza, and I want this song to play while I'm. I wanna ride a friggin'. I don't want like a regular horse. I want a thoroughbred. I want like a, a racehorse, something that's at like Aqueduct Racetrack or Belmont. You know, I want something that's running up at like Monticello, like a real, you know, like Kentucky Derby Jones. I want Stud. some, yeah, like like the the Paladino. I want something. I want a big ball horse, a horse with big balls. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just a, and just he's got a big hairy head. You know, and I just want him just to walk around, all black horse with an orange mohawk hair. I like that. On Bonanza, and I want to walk around with this Houston Oilers hat on. And I'll just walk around, packing a lip, crushing beers on the horse, 
flipping everyone off in Bonanza. Not from around here, are you? Yeah. I'm going to wear boots. I'm going to wear cowboy boots that are black and orange with a big 13 on the side, too. Mm. Damn right. Anyway, there's enough content there for people to come up with some guys or gifts or gifs or videos or lean mean to just go berserk right now. Lord knows what he's doing with that video right there. All right, anyway. It's going to make you a star. I'm so going to burp on Bonanza, too, a lot. I just killed a whole big thing of orange juice, so I got a little agita. Mike Flavio, Longhorn Jones. He gets it. Yeah. See how we come in now on the horse. Coming up with Xander, dripping, spitting. Yeah. I got, uh, I put his name on the back of the horse of me, uh, Mr. Panetta. Money, bro. Money. Uh, I just pictured our friend in the back of that horse. <laughs> Anyways, um, why is this <laughs> Oh, Jesus. What are you doing? That was on, on set. It was offset. But, but don't, no, don't. It's, it's barely holding on for life. There's a prize in there for you. I know what I'm going to throw that. Your head. Go, all right. Go ahead. Oh, there's a big TV right there. That, I don't give a shit. Oh, jeez. Ah, you broke exploded. it. All right. So, um, Josh Tots Simcock. This is why Taz is the best. Yes. He might have the best name in Facebook Live history, that guy, by the way. Slimcock? What was it? What guy was it? <laughs> what was it? I don't know. Simcock is his uh, last name. Sorry. So, uh, yeah, he must have got teased a lot in school. Anyway, so I digress. <laughs> so, well, he's got a name, Josh. People are oh, always joshing around. You, know. <laughs> you get it, you know. So, uh, uh, anyway, yeah. Uh, how about this? The Hillbilly Jim. Uh, Hillbilly Jim's going in the Hall of Fame. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Let it ride. Let it ride. He's going to be on Bonanza with you. Packing lips, running. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Look, hey. <laughs> um, I you know I think I met him I, I, maybe a couple times back in the day. I never been on. Uh, I never wrestled the guy. I know that, but I might have been like on an independent deal years ago when he was coming down out of uh, WWE back in the day. I don't know. I feel like I met him a couple times, <laughs> and I know if if I met him, I know he was a good guy, or someone told me he was a really good guy. So I know he's a good guy. Um, how bad is that? Because I just can't remember. Does he belong in the Hall of Fame? That's tough. That's a tough topic. So I don't want to be disrespectful. I don't. I don't know anymore what their qualifications are in the Hall of Fame. So was Hillbilly Jim a huge star? Absolutely. Was he a great character? Absolutely. Uh, did he become a big star during an era where there was a lot of competition to be a big star? Yes. Did he become a big star during an era where there wasn't social media, so there wasn't a lot of platforms or opportunities to get over as a big star? Yes, he did. Was his in-ring work the level of a Hall of Famer that I would consider Hall of Famer as far as in-ring, technical work, or athleticism? No, not for me. 
He was a big, huge man um, with a great look, amazing look. His promo work was great. It, you know, I've heard Vince loved him. You know, um, he made a lot of money. He made a lot of money for the company. So I think for all those reasons, he probably is a Hall of Famer. Um, I, I, you know, I, I'm I'm from a different generation than him, than 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 Hillbilly Jim. So I'm from a generation where a lot of the guys were. It was kind of when really athleticism uh, athleticism was kicking into the wrestlers, you know, for the wrestlers, I should say. So I believe in. For me, uh, and I don't pick the Hall of Fame, obviously, but but I believe in uh, that, that you know I need to see a high, uh, for the most part, a high uh, percentage of athleticism, athletic moves or moveset uh, into that uh, criteria type thing. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Um, I think that um, you know WWE has their own way uh, between Vince McMahon and Triple H. Um, of what they think that a Hall of Famer is. I mean, from what I understand, that the, I don't think it's like a committee of writers. Or not, it's not a committee of writers. It's basically, you know, it's a close-knit, small circle of people, and I just named, I think, two of them. Uh, Seth Darren, right here on Facebook Live, said, if you could create a criteria for the Hall of Fame, what should the benchmark? What should be the benchmark? Well, I mean, that's what I'm kind of hitting on right now, dude. You, you know, it's a good question. And because it's like, well, I, like I said, I, I think you need to have a look. You need to be able to cut a promo, and Hillbilly Jim, both, both of those. I think you need to have been a star to and drawn money someplace on some high level, and he's done that. Um, so I think those are positive criteria. Uh, criteria. I, um, like I said a few minutes ago, I do think that you need to have a high level of athleticism as far as your technique in the ring and your skill set, move set for me. I don't think Hillbilly Jim was that guy. In defense to Jim, there was so many guys during his era that, that it wasn't about that. It wasn't about athleticism. It was about, back then, it was about a gimmick and being big. I mean, that's what it was about. That's just, that's not Hillbilly Jim's fault. I mean, he covered those both. But, you know, to me, um, you know, I do think that there's. I just, like I said, not to, not to be to, to death. I just want to, because it's part of me. I think you need to have some athleticism in your work rate. You know, it, for me, I mean, just as far as athletes. Uh, would I throw a flag on the fact that Hillbilly Jim is in the Hall of Fame? No, I'm not going to throw a flag. I'm not going to disrespect the guy. I'm happy for him. I am. Um, I, um, I don't want to say I was surprised because I know he was a gimmick that was over, and I know Vince loved the gimmick, and it got over big, and he made a lot of money. For the company, you know what I mean. Uh, you know, I, I, um, I get all that. I do, um, I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. Uh, but um, was I shocked that he was in the Hall of Fame? No, because I know Vince liked it. Well, I, you, Seth, from a fair perspective, do you feel he belongs now? And like, again, I don't want to disrespect either. You know, and I'm actually looking looking at his uh, Wikipedia page. Full full disclosure. I didn't realize he spent nine years in Memphis before he came oh, to WWE. Oh, I actually didn't know that. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Well, uh, did. Went under the name Harley Davidson. Harley Davidson, yep, yep. Yeah, he was trained by Bob Orton, which is legit. You yep. know, Bob Orton's a very legit guy. Um, I heard Al Snow. Al Snow. I heard uh, Al Dukes Uh-oh. this morning on WFAN. And I <laughs> love Al. Ex- he's the expert. Well, so. Al's my new friend. He's my new friend. We're buddies now. People let me tell you. So Al said that Hillbilly Jim... <laughs> Uh-oh. This is funny. He, he's funny, but he didn't mean to be funny. 
he said he was talking about it on the do a pre-show before Boomer and Geo, and he goes, uh, he said uh, something like, uh, "Hillbilly Jim's going to Hall of Fame." You know, he goes, he was uh, he was trained Hillbilly Jim by Hulk Hogan. No, <laughs> he was uh, Reb- in character. He was. I was going to Reb- mention the gimmick, that they yeah. showed some of that footage. And it's hilarious. Like he, you know, guys. <coughs> obviously, he's a yeah. big, strong guy, and he's uh, in the weight room. Like he, you know, he, it's like a different language to him. He's like he's falling all over the place and the weights that. and everything. I love though when fa- guys yeah. like Al, you know, or fans <laughs> that think they're like smart and they're not, <laughs> and they they worked. It's just hilarious to me. <laughs> But in defense to Al Dukes, he he's he loves the old eighties wrestling, so he he likes to be worked. You know what I mean? Like he he wants to be worked. It was know? nice of Hogan to spend that time. He was a busy guy back then to spend time with the Hillbilly Jim in the gym yeah, and everything. Trim. It was great. Yeah, it was nice of him. You know, he's a giving guy. So you don't. You, so do you think he should be in or not? Again, From a fan what, perspective. What's the criteria? Like you, you know, I'm a baseball yeah. fan. I'm a sports fan. You don't look. You can't look at WWE the same way you look at sports. No. Well, let me see his win loss record and how many years. You know, what's his longevity and did he get three thousand pins? I mean. What's the criteria? I mean, it's it's really. I just like I like I like seeing the old guys get in and hear them talk about the old times and the speeches and everything. I, right. It's up to them who to, who to put in. I'm not going to lose any sleep over who they pick. You know, I, I more rather talk about who they not pick. You know, there's mm. a lot of good guys like you know one of your favorites, Bruiser Brody or Buzz Sawyer. Oh God. There's a lot of great yeah. names that well, aren't in guys the Hall of Athleticism and legitimacy. They're badass. Their work. Yeah. Those. You know, Ronnie Garvin in? No. His brother was he's uh, Jimmy Garvin. What's not a I'm fake brother? No. Ronnie Garvin. Oh God! How's Buzz Sawyer? Ronnie Garvin. It's a lot of guys. Oh, Bruce Brody's not in. No. Wow. He had a. If if you look back at your history, he he had a. He was a pain in the butt to work with, and he he rubbed Vince Senior the wrong way several times. I know that. You know, so. But see, that's the thing. When do you put aside personal agendas? They have talent? done that with yeah. Bret Hart, with superstar Billy Graham, Bruno Sammartino. So they, you know, eventually that'll happen. They're not gonna do it with me. Nope. Mm-mm. I think the more you say, I think you're doing not reverse. Today. You're no. doing reverse psychology. Oh yeah. The more you say that, the more chance no. you have of getting in. Dude, I have no time to go unless they're gonna do the Hall of Fame. Right, let's put Taz in. It's at the Garden down the block or the Nassau Coliseum. Then I could do it. Otherwise, I, I can't make it. <laughs> I, I have to send you in place. I'm here on behalf of Taz. He's uh, getting ready for Taz and the Moose. What if I send Moose to do the acceptance for me? Like, no, you, you guys should just go and just do your show from that wherever on the it stage? is. Just, just the Taz and Moose show on the stage? No, it's a Saturday night, but you can be there like your Friday and Monday. You show pro. Saturday thing. night, I'm, I'm watching basketball. I'm, I'm working, dude. The, I work all the time. You got your iPad with you. You'll be all right. I don't have an iPad. I hate iPads. Whatever. iPads are for chicks. <laughs> is that true? My wife has one, so I believe it. <laughs> My wife has an iPad, so I think they're for girls. Okay. That's uh, <laughs> just how I am. Well, the pink ones, anyway. No, yeah. she's got a baby blue one. Uh, oh. So, um, anyway. Like your hat. Yeah. Like her hat. So, okay. Um. <laughs> Get out of here. I hate you. <laughs> oh, my God. What am I done with this guy? Uh-huh. How many more shows do I have to do? Oh, boy. Holy bay. Um, I did not see the Hardy Compound. Congratulations to Hillbilly Jim, by the way. Uh, I did not see the Hardy Compound thing. I'm going to watch it when I get back to the Casa. Um, walk me through what happened. What they did? Right. Would I like it or not? It, no, it, it's just an intro introduction. You know, it's like it, okay. they showed some little footage. They showed uh, what do you call it? The, the drone? What do they call it again? What Force One? Vanguard One. Vanguard One. Vanguard One. They show that flying around. Like basically, they're, they're, they're finally getting to the compound, getting to some meat of this this uh, rivalry between him and Bray. So finally, yeah. finally. So you know, finally, I think uh, they're, they're going to have a good time. Uh, hopefully, they'll do it right. And, uh, you know, hopefully Matt has a lot of creative input, and uh, I think they'll have a good time at the compound. Whoa! Well, what oh. about, um, what about, 
What about um? What about Raven? What about you kiss my ass? Okay. What about um? <laughs> what about uh? Say it. Seth, sorry. I will beat the piss out of you in on live Facebook, Do which it. would be money. Touch me, I know, I'll still, I, I know. I know. Just, just leave. Just get, walk out the door. Go. Make me. So, um, I do think that uh, you are a pain in the ass. Yep. No, I do think that, um, <laughs> what were we just talking about? I had something I wanted to say. To Compound, you. Hardy, Bray. Oh, uh, Jeremy Borash, I think, is uh, maybe now has some influence and is helping out with this because he works for the company now. So, that would be good. Uh, so what did we see? I didn't see the segment. Just he came on, you know, like he always does. He comes on the screen. Senor Benjamin there? Huh? Was Rebbe no, there? They, they, Rebbe? No, no. It was just some like st- almost like stock footage What's of the compound. What's his the little guy? Maxwell. Maxwell. King, King Maxwell. Maxwell. I love him. Yes. He's over, dude. He's huge. Uh, so you just saw the compound. Was it the real compound, the Hardy compound? It was, yeah. Nice. All right, so that's good. That's a big pond there. And the All right, so they did it up. They yeah. did it up. Uh, did the people pop in the building? Yes. You could hear it. Yeah, delete and everything. Yeah, people were excited. Delete, 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 delete. Yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. Nice, nice. And I did not see, uh, I saw a tidbit of the Heyman promo What uh, when he cursed a little bit here and he used the word bitch. Uh, some people were offended by this, I believe. Well, he said BS. Like he said not the Ooh. Yes. Now you're saying BS earlier. You said the word shat. I, I was like, I caught on the moment. Yes. Okay. Uh, um, he, oh, he said yes. bullshit. Whoa! And he beeped it. Whoa! Oh. Boys. Watch that. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> so I moved the gimmick. It's <laughs> thrown off there. See how quick I changed that? Nobody even noticed. Smooth. <laughs> slick. Oh, I was slick. <laughs> Just real quick. Um, I, I, I didn't. <laughs> I thought it was, um, especially with, you know, the, the state of uh, what's going on these days with harassment and everything else and. There's lawsuits going on that we right, don't right. we don't get into here. We don't we don't do that kind of show. Oh. But um, refer you know Roman called Brock a bitch. So Paul Heyman said this is his bitch. The title belt he had with him, right. and he referred to the bit the belt as a she. And I just thought like eh, it was, I thought I thought that was not a good way to go. I, I agree. Yeah. I did not see it, but to hear in the way you laid it out, I agree. Uh, Jared Hickman, I love Taz, and Jared, I love you. Um, I'm secure my manhood. Uh, <laughs> Big Ball Jones, that's me. Um, yeah, no, I, I, the way you laid out the whole bitch thing, I'd have to watch it. I gotta see. Um, I could envision Heyman doing it like you described. Um, I think you do have to watch how some of that stuff's done today, but I gotta watch before I can give a full comment on it. So um, I almost as subtle as just calling the belt a he instead of a she, I think would have made it better. Like, yeah. Stay away from the she and the bitch. Well, Andrew yeah. John, uh, he says, share the show, bitches. So he gets it. I say it all the time out here, and then you never have a problem with that. that that's okay. Share the show on Facebook. Because you're saying everyone's a bitch. Like, you can't just say, <laughs> you're true. not just saying, hey, you girl bitches, you <laughs> yeah, share the show. You're saying, you're saying everybody. That's the world we live in. See, that's the world we live in. No, but you're right. That's <laughs> the world we live in. As long as uh, you put a qualifier on it and you call everybody a bitch, just don't call uh, 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 one of the sides of the sex a bitch. A male or a female. Just keep it gender neutral. You can call guys a bitch. Gender neutral. Okay. <laughs> Everybody's a bitch. Share it, bitches. <laughs> you have that song like a bitch girl. And you're going to Hall and Oates. Yeah, Rich Girl's the name of the song, but they okay. do say bitch in the right. song. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Is it called Rich Girl? Yeah. Hmm. You can rely on the old man's money. You can rely on the old man's money. It's yeah. yeah, need I some know. water or something. I'm good. I just talk all day. That's all I do. <laughs> That's your job. Yes. Uh, Tamia Wu, 
famous young lady of the Taz show, said, bitch is definitely unisex. Yes. There you go. She's a female. She can speak on it. If you're a female, you can say whatever you want. It's all good. I love it. I love it. That is true. Uh, All right. So uh, we'll see what happens here with all this. Did you like the Heyman segment with the belt or not? Listen, you know, he was trending on Twitter and everybody's kissing his ass. Wow. And we love love Heyman here. Obviously, you have a long storied history. I don't know if I love him, but I mean, I I like Love love, hate. Okay. How about love hate? Depends on the the week. But no, I'm saying when we did our our old fantasy draft, we all had him like second or first as managers to Bobby Heenan. Right. He's a great talent. He's a great promo. But. But people are like gushing and it's like, I, I, you know, almost Paul's competing against himself at this point. Paul Heyman, internet darling. And yes. Uh, Paul, uh, yes, that's what I feel. And I will tell him that later. Um, okay. He's over. He's an internet darling. So no matter what he does, he right. gets over. But it's I just like, I, I've been there, done that. You know, and they did this a couple years ago. We had Roman and Brock. I like the fact that Roman's speaking a little more naturally. It doesn't sound like he's thinking from trying to remember his lines. He's just kind of going out there and winging it, which... That's what it feels like in a good way. Right. So I like the fact what Roman's doing. But Paul, like, he's always great. I mean, well, speaking of the throwback snacks oh. that we do, uh, don't, don't. <laughs> you hate me today. Wow. Because you, everyone knows that you're probably the voice that did the I open didn't do for it. the thing. You got you to be an egomaniac, dude. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> don't be an egomaniac. I'm never going to get on Bonanza now. You need a Jewish cowboy. J.J. Watts said, uh, it's J.J. Watts, by the way. He put an S at the end. <laughs> Seth is taking over the show. Oh, great. Thanks for pouring gasoline on the fire, you <laughs> bastard. Go back to go back to the Texans. J.J. Uh, Watts. I like that. I like that guy's name. <laughs> Joe Cole Jr., co-host Jones. Oh, my God. There we go. I'm pretty sure these are your aliases that you're typing right now. Oh, yeah, these are all my aliases. <laughs> this is you like, yeah, let me just bury <laughs> Seth a little more. All my aliases, the whole thing. Uh, no, no, I, I, didn't see, I didn't see a couple things on it. So uh, the, the producer of the show was just kind of enlightening me on what happened so I could react organically on the air to you people. But you know what? I won't do it anymore. All right, throwback snack. Um, a little different route, I think. That, uh, should we, before I wrap the show up, uh, should I share with the audience what we might be doing here? No. Okay, there you go. All right, on that note, I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this edition of Tasha. Wait, you don't think? Oh, God. You, you don't think so that, close to getting out of here. You, <laughs> so close. You, you, don't think, you don't think that the audience has a right to know about the throwback snacks, that there's going to be a slight change? You say you like to surprise them. It's also, it's Tuesday. We got Thursday. Yeah. Might not be Facebook Live, by the way. I hope you guys are enjoying this because it might go away. <laughs> How about that? That's true. Can I say that? It's, it's your show. Mm-hmm. That might go away. Yeah. Wow. Podcast ends not going away, but that might. Yeah. Wow. I guess we just uh, we could raffle off the set behind you. Billy Breedlove, Seth, oh. shut up. On that note, that was some Facebook Live. Uh, so you'll have to stay tuned to see the throwback snack Friday here, I should say. What kind of minor change that was made. I think you guys might like it. It was a Seth production. It was his idea. I can't take credit, but it is a good idea. So see, that's if it be- if it bombs. I know why you said that. You're not giving me credit for anything. Think I'm stupid? Three or four years with you already. I don't think you're stupid, by the way. What are you, stupid? Um, Wait, we're not done with the show? (laughs) No. No, it's a little tease. Take two. It's fifth quarter. Um, 
This guy goes, I'll take the license plate. Like, you know, like, <laughs> the show goes away. Like, he's like, I'll take people want stuff on the set. I'll take that. Just do like a Taz show, Wheel of Fortune. All these people are funny. Um, no, we're going to, uh, no, the Taz show's not going away. It's just the Facebook Live might go on a little break. I'm talking about the set. What about the set? Oh, if we're doing just audio, we don't need a set. So That's where we're gonna we're gonna uh, auction it off. Oh, well, eBay Jones. Yeah, for <laughs> for charity for me. Make a few bucks. All right. There you go. All right. On that note, I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this edition of the Taz Show. Uh, for everybody here, uh, thank you uh, and goodbye. Getting smaller, all these people acting fake, man And to be honest, I don't even have a top ten Me against the world, I've been doing what I really love Haters been hiding behind the screen, man, they movie cuts And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same Cause we've been doing our own thing, trying to stay up I wanna go back to days with no grades We ordered the kids meal, play ball, that's all day now I'm stuck looking at this Instagram I've been wondering where the party at, cause all of my concerns got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at. To go and pour another drink just to get away. We gotta live it up, Carolina here to stay. I'm hoping.